Johnny Lazarus covers the NHL for the Action Network. What do you think of what you watched so far tonight with all these little events? I saw guys, you know, shooting pucks at surfboards, knocking them down and everything. It's, it's Honestly, with this kind of stuff, give me some fun. Plus, I got to see Sidney Crosby in the dunk tank, which I'll always be happy for as a, as a Caps fan. So you like it? You like what they've done? Because it's a little different than before, right? Where they're kind of starting the events and then finishing up as the time goes on. It's definitely different, and, and first of all, thank you guys for having me on. I appreciate it. Um, but I, I got to think, maybe if I was a younger kid, I'd find it a little more entertaining. Uh, you know, being that I am a 26-year-old hockey fan, what I really want to watch is the pure skill of these guys. Mm-hmm. And the theatrics are great, and they are entertaining, right? You're trying to put on a show for the fans. But hockey's also one of those sports where I wouldn't necessarily call hockey players showmen. You know, I feel like when you go to an NFL game or go to an NBA game, you know, for the most part, Sure, they're you know top-tier athletes, but they're also entertainers, and they play into that a little bit more. And I think that's what the NHL is trying to get toward, is to make these hockey players entertainers. So you know, I think this is kind of like a first of its kind with the All-Star Game being on ESPN, because typically you know in the past it wasn't. So it's kind of a spot where the players might not be so comfortable being in that position right now. But I think you know five years from now, this skills, skills competition will be much more entertaining than it is tonight. But I do like that they're trying. Johnny, obviously with uh, football wrapping up, man, and, you know, just like the NBA college hoops, people are going to start diving in right now. And I wanted to actually look at the Eastern Conference. We got our uh, Rangers right there, 11 to 1. But, I mean, the Bruins plus 250, the Hurricanes plus 350, got Toronto plus 550, and the Devils 7 to 1. Is there any value in the Eastern Conference, or do you think the Bruins are just making the run this year? So, typically in the past, the team that's won the President's, President's Trophy, which right now, obviously, it looks like nobody's catching Boston, yeah. has never really had much success in the playoffs. So, as good as Boston's been all year long, and I know a lot of people want to say it's a fluke, but they've been the best offense, best defense in the league since day one. So, I don't know how you can call that a fluke when we're five months into the season or four months, whatever you want to call it. I, I do think the one team, though, that can take them down is Carolina. Um, I think last year, the Hurricanes had a little bit of bad luck with Freddie Anderson being hurt during the playoffs. They had to use, you know, their second string and third string goalies in the playoffs against the Rangers. And we all know how that game seven went in Carolina when I believe the score was uh, six to two in game seven. But as good as Boston is, this Carolina team is definitely different. Uh, Rod Brindamore has done a great job as the bench boss, the head coach. I think they've won the Metropolitan Division now three years in a row. So you can never really count them out. They're probably going to win it again this year. If, If there's one team I'd put my money on right now, it probably would be the Carolina Hurricanes just because at plus 250, Boston's not a guarantee. And Johnny's joining us on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line. The Phoenix is a revolutionary technology helping men all across America. Get back to the best in the bedroom. Visit BuyThePhoenix.com to learn more. We're talking a lot about the NBA trade deadline, but the NHL's making some moves to the Vancouver Canucks. Just, I, I mean, are they going to sell off this entire team here at this point? <laughs> Bo Horvat, you know, they My traded cousin. their captain, your cousin. Yeah. I saw a headline Bo earlier Isles. that said, it just said Horvat. Yeah. I can't believe the trade is real. I'm like, Ryan. Did you get traded to, you know, uh, I mean, would, do you see more players getting moved by them before the deadline? Is that going to be a complete sell-off there at this point? Well, is there an actual relation there or is that a joke? No, no, there's just, there's not a whole lot of Horvats out yeah. there. I feel like if their <laughs> last name is Horvat, you have to be related. If somebody has the last name Ashu, I promise you, I'm related to them if we have the same I last just, name. I just roll with that we're related, but no, he's probably like a second cousin or third cousin down the road or something <laughs> yeah. like that, Johnny. You know, we'll see. Definitely hey, not a let's, common last name. Let's see, exactly. Sure. Let, let's see uh, the next contract he gets. Let's see, maybe I'll pop up. Then Sully, like, you're the cousin out of the woodwork, like, hey, buddy, you want to give me some money? Yeah, but where you been, <laughs> but what's up, man? Yeah. No but, relation. Uh, back to the, yeah, back to the question i think vancouver is definitely trying to clean house um you know i think they made that clear with getting rid of bruce brudrow 
and obviously getting rid of Bo Horvat, who was their leading scorer to this point. I think right now it's it's very interesting too with uh you know the hunt for Connor Bedard, who's going to be the number one overall draft pick, and you know a lot of people are saying that prospect wise, like don't think about Connor McDavid's career so far. Before entering the NHL, Bedard's numbers have surpassed I think what McDavid's were, which is pretty insane because you know in my mind McDavid's going to be the best player to ever play the game when it's all said and done. Um, you know, and that's obviously no disrespect to Wayne Gretzky, but. I, I just think athletically speaking, no one's been as fast or as quick and, and skilled as Connor McDavid has, has shown um, in his young career. But this kid Bedard has so much potential and he's been lighting up the WHL. So, you know, I think a lot of teams that are in the hunt for him are going to do whatever they can to get him because he could be one of those guys that can turn a franchise around. It's kind of crazy to see these prices uh, on Tampa Bay. And I mean, like rightfully so this year, they're 12 to one to win the Stanley Cup. You feel like it's just like a little, uh, like we always talk about this, you know, a little championship hangover. I mean, they've been to three straight cups. Do you think that it's just kind of taking its toll, or do you think maybe they can make a run here in the second half? Because, I mean, that's a decent price. I'd want better. You can never count out the Tampa Bay Lightning, especially with John Cooper at the helm. He's probably the best coach in the NHL right now, and he has been for almost a decade. And for some, I don't know why, for some reason, the Lightning are always in the regular season just like counted against. And you know, Andre Vasilevsky maybe not be at his best this season, but he's still, in my mind, the best goalie in the world. Steven Stamkos, for some reason, is underrated now when he, you know, has put up 50 goals in his career in multiple seasons. Kucherov is obviously an out-of-the-world player. Victor Hedman, one of the best defensemen in the game. Like, this team is still as legit as it gets. So the Tampa Bay Lightning, in my mind, are a team that you should never sleep on. Found an interesting bet here on BetMGM. It kind of reminds me of, like, all these Super Bowl specials. It's Stanley Cup champion winner or Stanley Cup winner, new champion. So it's the Blue Jackets, the Canucks, the Coyotes, Golden Knights, Jets, Kraken, Panthers, Predators, Sabres, Senators, Sharks, or Wild to win the Stanley Cup at plus 325. I know that was a big mouthful. Or any other team to win the Stanley Cup at minus 500. Do you like that plus 325 at all? Any chance like a team like the Golden Knights gets their first Stanley Cup? I don't know. I like. I, I want to say hockey's a sport where... You know, if you get a hot goalie at the right time, anything can mm-hmm. happen. I mean, you know, we look at the St. Louis Blues back in 2019. They were the last place team in the league, in, like around this time in January. And Jordan Bennington came in and just turned that team around and they ended up winning the Stanley Cup. So I don't want to like say it's not possible. Uh, you know, I think a team like Minnesota is, is one of those two that, you know, could figure it out with Marc-Andre Fleury and that for them. And a guy like Kirill Kaprizov who's one of the best players in the NHL. Vegas, obviously, you know, like you said, the only thing with Vegas is they have a rookie goalie right now in Logan Thompson, who's been great, but you know it's unknown if he can carry a team through the playoffs yet. Um, that, I don't know. That's that's tough, but there are some teams that I, I think would be worth the gamble there. Uh, Johnny, not so much like as far as futures, but who's a team maybe to fade, to stay away from in the second half of the season? Maybe that's going to fade away, and then a team maybe to look at the second half of the season. Like I don't play a whole lot of like puck lines or anything like that, but if you look at the, like the uh, ATS away record for Philadelphia, mm-hmm. twenty and six which is kind of crazy because they're a 20 and 21 overall team. But who are you looking at maybe to bet the second half of the season? And then who are you staying away from on a nightly basis? So this one's a little bit difficult, but I think a team I've been iffy on them all year because they are really good right now in the standings, but I still don't see game changers on their roster, but that's a Seattle Kraken Uh, right now. You know, obviously the Kraken were a first year team last year. And I think everyone had a little bit of a preconceived notion because of what Vegas did in their inaugural season. But, you know, the Kraken obviously were one of the worst teams in the, NH- in the NHL last year, and now they become, you know, what is a top 10 team in the league? They have a young star in Matty Beneers, but he's still a rookie. Uh, their goaltending is a little iffy in Martin Jones, who, you know, was basically a backup until this point in his career. 
So I think the Kraken could be a team that fall off, but they've been really good and they seem to have some sort of home ice advantage. Um, and as far as a team to you know continue to to watch and to continue to ride would be the Devils. A lot of people I think you know think the Devils are going to fall behind and, and fall off, but I watch this team a lot and you know the the pace they play at they're one of the faster, more skilled teams in the league and. A lot of people think that they shouldn't really be in the position that they're in, but Vitek Vanacek has been amazing in goal. Dougie Hamilton's been great on the blue line for them. Jack Hughes obviously turning into a superstar right now. The Devils are as legit as it gets in my mind. They've been you know, a top seven team, I think, in the league since the season started. So they're a team that I'm going to continue to to put my money on, that's for sure. Vitek Vanacek, former capital goalie, had a lot going through yeah. in that after Braden Holtby. A whole lot of guys. Uh, it's maybe kind of piggyback off of what you said because, you know, you threw out the Devils 7-1. They're 7-1 they're to win the East. But is there any other team or teams that you look at as, you know, maybe a decent long shot to throw some money down in the futures market, whether it's winning division or, you know, there's lots of different ways that you can obviously look at. I'm not necessarily talking Stanley Cup, but for people that are, you're coming out of football now and you're like, okay, I want to kind of look at some ways that I can win, you know, have a couple of different bets I want to put down in the NHL in the futures market. What would you suggest for people? I don't know the actual price, but the Colorado Avalanche, as the defending Stanley Cup champions, they haven't been healthy all season, but they're going to get to the point where they, when they are fully healthy, coming here very soon. Uh, you know, Nathan McKinnon's been out for a pretty long time this season. Kale McCarr's had some injuries. You know, Valerie Nachushkin was off to a really hot start this year, and he got hurt. But Miko Rantanen's been amazing. Gabriel Landeskog, I don't even think, has played yet. So this team, when they're fully healthy, I mean, we saw what they did last year in the playoffs, and you know, in my mind, they're still the best team in the NHL when fully healthy. So I think they'll make some trade deadline moves, I think, in the next month or so. But Colorado right now, I believe they're in 15th in the league as a whole, uh, you know, sitting right in the edge of the playoff spot in the wild card. I think they're a team that I would take the risk on right now. Uh, Johnny, the uh, Blackhawks have been a mess for years now. Patrick Kane looks awful. He looks like he needs hip surgery out there. What, what about him yeah. and Taze at the deadline? Any chance that the Blackhawks move either of those guys? Would anybody even want, I mean, well, I think Kane, even if he is beat up. I don't know about Taze, though. Any chance mm -hmm. either of those guys get moved, though? So I'm hearing so many mixed things. Um, you know, obviously, I don't think anyone would be opposed to having Jonathan Taves or Patrick Kane join their team. Jonathan Taves, I think, is interesting because, you know, he's been such a good player for such a long time. And, you know, he might not be the guy that you look up his stats and you're blown away, but just, you know, his leadership and the example he sets and, um, you know, just his overall 60-minute effort every night is, is something that speaks volumes. But... You know, I think right now any contender would love to add Patrick Kane or Jonathan Taves to their team just for their experience. They both won three cups. Patrick Kane, obviously, you know, the best American-born forward, I think, in the game, yeah. you know, in, in history. Um, and like I said, Jonathan Taves, with his leadership and his experience, you know, I do think he wants to do the right thing by them. If they want to stay, I'm sure the Blackhawks are going to be more than happy to make them happy and keep them. But, um, you know, I, I do have to think that they're on their way out of there. Johnny Lazarus, Action Network. Thanks for the time, man. Thanks, dude.